Hey everyone, welcome to Business Access by TD Image. My name is Diego D'Souza and today I'm excited to talk to Jeffrey Menagin. Jeffrey, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. I am uh, safe and tired of being in the house. So it's kind of like a (laughs) complex statement, but that's what it is, right? I have a feeling you're in very good company. (laughs) I I am right now. So I'm excited to talk to you because... Obviously, there's a lot of conversation when it comes to flying these days, but if you really read into it, it's actually really, really safe to fly these days. A lot of people are taking a lot of uh, airlines and a lot of people are taking a lot of great precautions. And I wanted to talk to you and find out more about you and find out more about your company called Chief Executive Air, which does private, um, private charters, correct? Yes, we do. Awesome. Awesome. Can tell me a little bit, tell us a little bit about your background. So I've been in private aviation for close to 20 years. Uh, so it's been a really long time. I, I can vaguely remember what I did before. Um, it was back in the late nineties and, uh, I had uh, started an internet company during the first tech boom and right around, uh, the middle of 2001, uh, when the market started to fall apart, uh, I was looking for some new opportunities. And um, a couple of months later, you know, the unfortunate September 11th events, which drastically changed, um, you know, the world as, as right. we knew it. And so uh, at the time, I was approached by a couple of guys who had uh, tried to charter a private jet uh, even before September 11th and had a really, really hard time. And uh, after September 11th, the feeling was that just because of people's concerns over flying on commercial planes, that there would be a big boom in private aviation. And they had tried to use the service in the past with little success uh, because it was just very confusing uh, if you wanted to charter a plane. So they felt that it would be a good business to get into. And we put together a little business plan and we went into business. And, uh, you know, it's been going great. It's been going great ever since. That's that's awesome. And you started at 2003, correct? Actually, yes. The the partnership that I started was uh, at the end of 2001, and the partnership only lasted for about a year or a year and a half, and wasn't wasn't working out between me mm-hmm. and the, the folks that uh, that actually you know wanted to get into aviation. So I left and started my own company, which is Chief Executive Air, which started in 2003. Got you, got you. Let me ask you uh, this question: What did you feel was missing? from private charters? So when, when I first started, you know, the, the world was a, a very different place. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really, uh, it, you know, it, there was no Google back then. And so it was hard to find companies that provided the service uh, because there was no, there really wasn't a, a nationwide directory. There was a print directory that a company had been publishing, but it was hard to find a company that offered private jet service. And then when you called companies to try and book a plane, they didn't spend any time on educating customers to sort of explain to them, you know, what, what they were offering. So, you know, like if you, if you called to get a price, someone would tell you, okay, you know, first of all, you'd have to call on the phone. 
and then they would they would send you a fax. They would fax you a price, and they wouldn't explain what the type of aircraft was. There was no one to really explain to people what the difference was between different types of aircraft. So if you wanted to price out a trip, and you called around to two or three people for the same trip, you would get prices anywhere from five thousand dollars to fifty thousand dollars. And you know, obviously, it was different aircraft and you know different performance, but right. no one no one really explained to customers what the difference was. So the big the big um, opportunity that we saw was to educate people in private aviation to help them better understand what their options were, what things cost, so that they can get uh, a better experience, you know, and, and know what it is that they're getting. You know, that they'll have reasonable expectations based on what they book, and, um, you know, they'll, they'll kind of know what they're getting, which, you know, that's a general theme that hasn't changed much. Um, you know, even today, you know, with the ongoing health crisis, there's a lot of new customers that are first starting to consider flying private. Right. And there's a big it's a big blind spot for a lot of people. You know, people don't necessarily understand the difference between a light jet, a midsize jet and a full size jet, just in terms of the cabin size, the range, how much bags you could bring. You know, there's a lot of questions. And so it's something that we focus on is helping our clients better understand the marketplace, what the different options are, what the different costs are for those options and help them pick the solution that works best for them. It really sounds that you guys took a strong focus on customer care. Definitely. And mostly customer education, right? you know, which for us is the same thing, but, but customer education is definitely something that we focus on. I've actually, for the past month, been working on developing a course, which I want to offer online to help people better understand the, the, uh, the way to best use private aviation. Because even now, the big question that we get is, you know, listen, this is this is what I want to do. What's the best way to do it? You know, th- there's a lot of different options. There's charter. You could buy a jet card. Uh, you could buy a fraction. You could buy a whole plane. And there's a very different set of costs associated with each way that you would use a private plane or, you know, th- the way that you would travel. And depending on how often you travel, where you travel, what your travel pattern is, there is a science that will give you the best solution. It's just most people don't know it. And people in the industry don't spend a whole lot of time teaching people because everyone's so focused on getting you to buy their solution that they spend less time worrying if it's the right solution for you. So we we still see that as a big big, uh, opportunity in the market is to better educate people so that they understand what it is that they're buying. You know, you're spending all this money and then you get on a plane and you're not happy and it's bad for the industry, it's bad for you, it's bad for everyone. Right. So we right. want to help bridge that knowledge gap and help teach people, you know, how to figure out what they need without having to call and rely on someone that may not give them the best information. I think that's so true. I think uh, it's almost like, uh, in a way, it's a hidden service that people don't know much about. But there, right. there's so like even just me going through your website and looking at everything. There's so much information in there. So I really liked, and I and I cross compared it to other sites, and I really liked how your website had a lot more information. It was a lot more personal, and it really. I really felt like I was getting all the notes that I needed to to be able to charter a flight. Good. That's great. So let me ask you this. Um, like I said, the great thing I saw on your website was the fact that it had a lot of information. And, and your and the cool thing was that your services is really optimized for each individual. Why was that so important for you? That that was important because uh, flying private is expensive. You know, j- just just because you know you, you have a man in a you know some million multiple of million dollar 
piece of equipment that comes to pick you up when you want and take you where you want to go. And it's just an expensive endeavor. You know, the, the thing that always uh, bothers me is when people um, ha- end up spending more than they should mm-hmm. or when they spend what they should, but don't get what they, what they, what they deserve. Right. You know, th- there's a, there's a gap in aviation, right? So that, that's one thing that has always bothered me. That's really driven me is to make sure that everybody gets good value when they use the service. And so, you know, like, for example, if you would call a company that operates planes, you know, let's say you wanted to just do a charter, you have two options. You could either call a company that's a licensed air carrier that operates the plane, or you could call a company that does brokerage. So what they do is they have a network of companies that operate and they have a bunch of clients and their skill is they know the best plane to use for each trip. So when you need something, they know who to call. And based on that, they add a margin and they resell the trip. Right. So if you call a company that operates planes, their job is to get you on one of their planes. They're not going to tell you if they don't have the best plane to fit your needs for that trip. They're going to try and convince you that what they have is what's best for you. So that's that's a you know, it puts the buyer at a disadvantage. If you call a broker, you have a better shot of getting the solution that's best for you. But brokers really a lot of times focus on the, the option where they can make the most margin. So the information that you get isn't always completely genuine. Right. So the, the goal for us is to try and help people understand for themselves what they need and not have to rely on someone giving them misinformation or not completely accurate information so that they could really get what they need. You know, let's say you wanted to fly from Los Angeles to Las Vegas and you were two people and you just wanted to get there. You know, you don't need a Gulfstream. You know, a Gulfstream is a 14 passenger full size jet. There are certain Gulfstreams that have a range of 14 hours in the air and, and you know, they're super expensive. But for such a short flight, you know, you could you could either go on a you know like a twin engine prop or a small jet. It'll probably cost you you know one tenth, you know, of the cost, and it's it's giving you what you need. So right. understanding that piece of what you need for what you're doing that day is really what we want people to understand. Because for us, if someone is getting a good experience, it doesn't matter if they're getting it from us or from someone else. It's good for the industry as a whole, and everyone will feel more comfortable renting planes. I think you should work in every individual industry because like you don't hear this from a lot of businesses that we, we don't, we don't want to get all your money. We want to make sure you're okay. That's what we want to do. And that's, that's so cool. You know, especially in the service that you do, it's, I think, yeah, definitely. Especially in the service that you do, it has to be an experience, not just a cost. And right. like you say, you know, you, you really individualize each flight to match the 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 person that's going on, that's going on uh, the the uh, the plane, and that's uh, spending this money. And that's really like exactly. I, I like that. Uh, and, and going exactly, into- you know, there's been there's been times where you know, like people say, "Listen, I want a Gulfstream," and I explain to them that they don't need a Gulfstream, and I tell them how much a more economical option would be. And then, of course, if they want a Gulfstream, we're going to give them the price on a Gulfstream. And even though they can opt to take a plane that's better suited to their mission, they opt for the more expensive option because that's what they want. Right. And that's fine because they understand what they're doing and they're they're consciously deciding to take a different option that may not be the most the least expensive but it's exactly what they want and that for us is fine 
you know, that that's great. We want people to be happy. We want them to understand, you know, what they're doing. You know, I hear stories about people that, you know, charter planes and they get off the plane complaining that it wasn't clean and the pilots weren't professional and, you know, they paid all this money. And that for us is it's, it's, a, it's a black eye for the industry. Right. Right. So, exactly. So, right. And, and then, you know, there are certain times where, you know, people don't care. They're just looking for transportation and they don't mind if the pilot's not in a uniform and they don't mind if the plane isn't, you know, as clean as it should be. They, they're just looking for price. And that's fine. You know, we, the, the whole goal for us is to just make sure people get what they want at a price that represents value. That's, that's so cool. That's, I love this. Cause this is literally what we do in our company. We, we, cause we do marketing across the board, different uh, t- television and, and, uh, digital marketing and, uh, video production. And we, there's always those clients that they throw in the money and they're not worried about it. They want, they don't care if they get a big plane or a small plane. They just want to get from point A to B right. and they don't worry about uh, anything else. But there are those people right. who create an experience from it and how you treat them on that first flight takes you into uh, uh, them being either a long life customer or coming back again. And that's how we, we, right. we have those clients that are, are like, hey, we just want this project done. Let's just get it done. And they don't worry about. But we do also have those businesses that we work with that are focused on being uh, being optimal with their income. And you have to create not only the service, you have to create that experience to create that return. And I think that's awesome what you said, because it sounds like that, like I said in the beginning, you're, you're, you're focused on personalizing the experience. And you, honestly, in charters, you don't, uh, air, uh, services, you don't hear something like that a lot. So. Right. And, and you know, it's so, it's so important, you know, not only in charters, but in general in business, right. You know, it's, there's a, there's a quote that, uh, that I heard years ago, and it's something that's resonated and served me very well through the years. And it's the quote goes something like, you know, we expect our customers to be loyal, but what do we do to earn that loyalty? Right. Exactly. And if, if you think of it in those terms, you realize that every time you have a touch point with your customer, it's your responsibility to keep them a customer. You can't expect that they're just going to come back if you don't do a good job. I used to go around uh, in, in the editing room and tell the editors, make sure that you're doing a great job on their second video. And they would say, what do you mean? This is their first video. I say, that's exactly what I mean. Right. Right. I like that. <laughs> and so, because, I like that. Because you want to make sure that you do such a good job on what they want that they come back for a second. So, well, and, I mean, you, you know, if you, if you do a really good job, you really hope that they'll tell their friends. Ex- ex- <laughs> that's, the, that's the best part. You know, especially in aviation, it's a really cool thing people love to talk about. And, you know, you want to be the guy that made them super happy and you want them to run around and tell their friends, hey, if you're ever thinking of doing this, you better call that guy because that guy's awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Because people always, they love digital marketing because they always talk about numbers. But here's the thing. When you work with people, multiplication is the key. And if you satisfy that one person, it's going to multiply. And that doesn't work the same way when it comes to digital marketing. Marketing, a lot of times you pay for what you get, but when you work with people, you get multiplication, not addition. So um, let me ask you this also. I I think you guys focus on multiple different industries. Uh, What are the industries that you guys uh, mostly focus on? Uh, so we don't really have an industry focus. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, uh, honestly, our focus is the market leaders in each industry. Right. 
so we have um, we have an entertainment business. We have a, you know a, a book of business with professional athletes. Uh, we deal with a bunch of high net worth and ultra high net worth families and individuals. Um, and then you know medium the, the medium company you know mid sized companies that are on the on the larger size of mid size you know mid sized companies anything from a hundred million to you know five hundred million in income right. and revenue and that's that's a segment of the market that we typically focus on. Gotcha. So let's say, and then we also do we also do some aircraft sales and aircraft management, whole aircraft management. So there's a whole whole bunch of services that we provide. I used, uh, I met a gentleman, a friend of mine. She dated a gentleman who sold airplanes. And honestly, before that, I've never heard of. I know there was like the transference of airplanes to one service, another, and, and things like that. But I never heard this guy literally sells airplane like you go to a car dealership. And I literally yeah. never heard of that before. <laughs> I do that too. Now you know two guys. There you go. It's it's, it's just amazing. I got to say, there ain't that many of us. So if you know two, you're in good shape. I have hit a goal. This is like that bucket list, right? Mm. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So here's the cool thing too that you also have. You have the chairman's club. Tell us about the chairman's right. club. So that that program is a jet card. Basically, the way jet cards in general work is that you are buying a block of hours that you can use anytime, anywhere. And what it does is it provides cost certainty and certainty of availability of aircraft when you need them. And there are a bunch of programs in the market that are similar to it. Um, you know, there's, there's a bunch of market leaders. I think right now the market leader is probably a company called Sentient, mm -hmm. which is very good at check cards. We offer them, but, you know, I think at last count, there was something like 200 different jet card programs that were available in the market. And it's something that companies use in order to pre-sell, um, you know, their inventory of flight hours. Got you, got you. Okay, and, and so let's say honestly, I'm not a you know I, I sell it when people want it, but it's and it's not my favorite thing because you know it, it's just a, a more expensive way to charter. You know, right. I, I understand how it would work for certain people, but I would say that probably in sixty five percent of the time, people are better off just doing straight up charters. And buying a jet card. There is about 35% of people where their travel patterns lend themselves better to the way that they get charged using a jet card. Um, but, you know, char charter is the most popular way to, to just take a plane. It's easy. There's no commitment. There's no membership right. fees. You, know, you need a plane, you get a price, send the money, they send the plane. You go, you're happy. You know, I'll see you next time kind of thing. So the chairman's club is more, uh, it's more optimized for, let's say a, a company that does a lot of meetings in different States, different, and they do that constantly. It, it, it's best, it's best suited for people that, um, you know, it mostly do a lot of, uh, trips that in the charter world would be classified as a one-way flight. Like, for example, if you went from New York to Miami and you were going to stay for a week, you know, we can't tie up a plane for a week to sit with you if we're only doing like, you know, five or six hours of flying. So the best way to do that would be to get a one-way flight from New York to Florida and then a one way on a different plane for their return. Right. For people that, that like the, the, in charter, the, the number of days that you stay and the number of flight hours will determine if you're taking a round trip or a one way. So even if you're going someplace and going back, but if you're going back after a certain number of days relative to the number of flight hours that you flew, it could be a one way. So for someone that does a lot of one way travel, jet cards probably better. 
Um, you know, someone that mostly does round trips, uh, charters are probably better. And then if someone has needs that are consistent out of, you know, the same airport because it's near the house and that's where they always fly out of and instances like that, they would probably be a little bit better off working with a company that is a licensed air carrier that operates planes. And if people are going to be flying from different places to and from different places on a consistent basis, they're better off dealing with a broker. Got you. That's yeah. the general, that's the general breakdown. Okay. I'm learning a lot today. I'm literally, this is, this is really <laughs> good information. Um, let me ask you this also. Um, of course, you know, this year has been a difficult years for, for a lot of companies, a lot of businesses and a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and flight and airlines have taken a lot of hits and, and, and has, it's been very difficult for them to find right solutions, which now I feel like they really have found some incredible solutions. What, what, measures has chief executive air taken to make sure that everybody feels comfortable in chartering a plane with your services? Well, you know, it's a lot easier to manage the travel experience um, through private aviation than it is through commercial aviation because, you know, commercial aviation, you know, I mean, obviously the, the plane's a problem because you're sharing a confined space with 200 strangers. Right. But I think an even bigger problem is airports because you're passing through a terminal that sees tens of thousands, you know, sometimes hundreds of thousands of people a day. And so just because of the density of people in the terminal and in the plane, it becomes a very, very challenging to manage. You know, private jets, when you fly, everyone on the plane is just your, you know, part of your group. And you go through a private terminal that sees a lot less traffic and it's a lot easier to keep to keep clean. So what we do is we sanitize each aircraft in between each flight. Um, We have an ongoing uh, health monitoring program for our pilots. Anytime they don't feel good, we send them uh, immediately to be tested. Uh, Very early on, when rapid testing capabilities were first introduced, we were able to set up a program where we had the ability to rapid test pilots immediately before a flight. And that's something that we offered to um, passengers that were high risk. So, you know, it's a, we have a lot less, uh, you know, a lot less flights a day than a commercial airline. Each plane is, you know, private. So we don't have to worry once people are on the plane, you know, keeping them isolated from each other because it's, it's just a single group. And, um, you know, it, it, it's a lot easier for us to, to keep a very clean, sanitized environment, which we do. You know, we do, we take very seriously. So, you know, sanitizing planes between each trip, there's certain, there's certain um, materials that you can apply to seats that will keep them germ-free for, you know, a certain number of months, which we've treated a bunch of our planes. And, um, you know, it's just, just keeping everything clean. You know, wa- wash those hands. It's, yeah, it's, it's washing those hands. Exactly. 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 Just wash, wash your hands, man. They said if you, I heard someone, I don't know if it's true or not. They said if you wash your hands six times a day, you reduce, you'll, uh, reduce the likelihood of contracting coronavirus by like 85% or something. It's just by washing your hands six times a day. It's, it's so, it's so, so amazing. Yeah. And, and uh, the great thing that I have done is, and I had the opportunity to talk to a lot of, uh, medical figures that are in infectious diseases, people from the World Health Organization organization. And I'm like, where are you getting your info? Because that's where I'm going to get my information from. I want to make sure it's correct because there's too much information flowing out there. So let me ask you a personal question. Sure. What is your plane of choice 
when it comes to what would you tell a client comes in they 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 want an opinion from your experience what would be the best plane of choice to give them that full experience if they came came into charter a flight from you so you know it's uh it's a great question and um you know it's a little tough for someone like me to answer because my whole business is based on the premise that there's no one size fits all option right. that the best option for you is going to be different than the best option for the next guy. Correct. But what I can tell you is that I actually do a bunch of aircraft sales and acquisitions and aircraft management and the aircraft model that I like the best just from an ownership standpoint is a uh, challenger 604. It's a full size cabin jet. Uh, depending on the configuration, they see anywhere from nine to 12 passengers. The plane has a range of about seven and a half to eight hours, depending on winds and, you know, a bunch of different technical, um, you know, technical reasons, which right. take us a long time to kind of explain. But it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it seats, they see between nine and 12 passengers. They have a range of about $8,000. And, um, just in terms of the operating cost, and the charter rate relative to the cabin size and comfort, it's as far as I'm concerned, it's the best. It's the best plane, best plane to own, best plane to charter. It's comfortable, it's reliable, it's economical, and um, it could do pretty much anything you'd want to do. You know, most of the time. I actually see it right here in front of me. I have your site right here. Awesome, yeah. awesome. So let me yeah, ask. Great, six hundred four is a great six six hundred four. <laughs> the best plane. Like I said, I'm taking notes down. This is going to be. Like I'm yeah. going to come to you. All right. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do the 604 and we're going to go here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, the, the other thing that's nice about a 604 is that the, the new model aircraft of the same series is a Challenger 650. Mm-hmm. And if you compared um, a 650 to a 604, you wouldn't really find much of a difference. Oh, wow. And a new plane is, you know, to buy a new plane is, you know, 28 million and to buy a used plane is 5 million. So you pretty much get, you know, the same performance and comfort and amenities uh, for about 80% less. Oh, wow. That's actually you know, a the, huge the difference. Charter rate, the charter rate's not 80% less, but the purchase price is about 80% less, roughly. That's a huge difference. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Let and me, you know, these planes will run forever, so you don't have to worry about age. You know, I mean, planes are good 50, 60 years. There's planes that are 50 years old that are still in service. I wouldn't want to get on one, but... Yeah. When I, when I first got into the business, my rule was I won't get on a plane that's older than me. <laughs> so, but now that I got now that I got older, you know, it's kind of more <laughs> so it's like, all right, now I won't get on a plane that's half as old as me. Yeah, you have to change as old you get. You have to change your format a little bit just to hmm, let exactly. Me see. Yeah, the, the math changes as the years go by. That is so true, man. I'm getting there too, so I, I feel it. I feel you. Awesome. Let me ask you this. So. What would be something important that you would like to tell your clientele um, about your services, about that you want to, what you want to provide for them? So I think the main thing I want people to know is that if you want to go out and charter a plane, make sure you call at least two or three different companies to get options. Make sure you ask a lot of questions and make sure you have people explain to you the differences so that you know what to expect, you understand what you're getting, and you know that you're getting a good value. 
And that, you know, that's, if you call me, great. If you don't, that's fine too. But whoever you call, you should, you should, you know, you should price it out from a couple different places until you have some, you know, good experiences with certain people. And then at that point, just pick who, who you feel the most comfortable with and you like the best. But it definitely pays to, you know, shop around a little bit. Not too much, because once you get past a certain point, you're just wasting your time, um, you know, your own time. But, um, you know, at least two or three different different companies you should call, get some options, make them explain to you the differences and, um, you know, just uh, go out and fly and have fun. You know, uh, best way to it's safe uh, from a uh, from a flight safety standpoint, from a health standpoint. Uh, it's not always as expensive as you would think if you do it the right way, um, you know, it, it, it's not uh, it's not necessarily a luxury. You know, it's there. There, there certainly are luxurious experiences, but the vast majority of charters are done for convenience, um, you know, and safety, especially now with ongoing health risks. You know, we've been yeah. we've been doing a lot of uh, flights between New York and Florida for a lot of snowbirds that are a little bit older that really just go back and forth once a year, and they can't afford to um, to get sick because they're old and they have some underlying health conditions. Wow. And uh, so, so that's, yeah. So, you know, like it's something that people use private aviation to, to keep safe, you know, from a health perspective. Wow. And, um, you know, it's not necessarily this, you know, luxurious, glamorous experience. You know, small jet, you know, the cabin height is only about four and a half feet. <laughs> so, so unless you're really young and little, you know, it, it's a tight squeeze. You know, it's, it's not people think private jet. They think these big, expensive, luxurious aircraft. And, you know, there certainly is some of that. Um, but I would say the majority of, of aircraft are on the smaller side and right. it's really more for functionality, convenience and safety than it is about luxury. Here's the, here's the reason why I feel that people should, should call you is because throughout this whole conversation, it, it was, it was an experience just hearing from you prior to even getting on the plane. And what I mean by that is that you willingly you gave me all the informations, all the one, twos, and threes without me even having to ask for them. And that's something that sometimes is very hard and difficult to find in businesses. A lot of businesses, they'll sit there, they'll tell you what they want to tell you, and then they wait for your next question. But you willingly gave more information uh, from from your perspective, from your personal opinion, from uh, your business op- approach and opinion, and what you what do you think is right for, like I said, to personalize an experience when it comes to chartering a flight. So, I, like people, you, this has to be one of your yeah, three I mean, to wouldn't call. You, wouldn't you rather hear that than some sales pitch? I mean, sales pitches are boring. Who wants to listen to that? I got to teach you something that you need to know. Exactly, exactly. Especially these days when people would just say, "Hey, just watch this video on the company," you know. But you really make it a personal experience. Even before, like I even think about uh, chartering a flight, and I think that's awesome because, honestly, to me, for me today, that's really missed out in any business. Uh, it's a very low number of businesses that really take the time to make things personal, and I, I like the fact that you do that. And it, like you said, it's an experience, it's an investment into something that uh, some people haven't done before, or something that people do continuously. And you have to have that personal experience. And I think uh, I truly felt that here on the podcast. And I hope people. Uh, give you a call as one of the three people that they call, because if they do that, I'm pretty <laughs> that sure awesome. that you get it. Right. <laughs> that would be awesome. Awesome. That'd be awesome. You know, if, if you want to get, you know, pushed around and yelled at, you could take a commercial flight. You know, when you come to me, we're going to make sure you have a, a really nice day. 
<laughs> Where's my second bag? Right. When it comes yeah, to commercial yeah. flight. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So if people... I, I think in all, I think in all the years I'm doing this, I think we've only misplaced bags like twice and we found them and we got them back to the passengers, but it's, it's very rare, <laughs> but it, it, it's funny. Like people, you know, one question is, oh, you haven't lost anyone's bag. And I'm like, actually like, you know, twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's done it before. So it won't happen again. So actually, especially in yeah, that yearly, well, in that ratio of years. So <laughs> yeah. Well, one time wasn't my fault. One time a pilot was like two groups that were traveling was standing next to each other. Mm-hmm. And the, the pilot for the group next to my group picked up one of their bags by mistake and took it out on the plane. Oh. So one time it wasn't my fault. The bag got swept at the airport, but we found it, tracked it down and got it to the passengers the next morning. That's awesome. It ended up in, it ended up on the wrong flight that was going to San Francisco instead of the right flight that was going to Miami. Oh, wow. So when they landed, we got it, we got it shipped and uh, they had it first thing the next morning. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. So if people want to find out more about you and about chief executive at air, where do they go? So they could go to the website. It's uh, www.chiefexecair.com. And the best way to reach me is always by email. My email is jeffrey at chiefexecair.com. Awesome. And then uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Jeffrey Menagid from Chief Executive Air. Awesome. Awesome. People, you guys got to check out the site. There's so many options there. I really felt like I had a personal experience going to your website. And I, and I really think that if you're looking to charter a flight, check them out, chiefexecair.com and um, call them. <laughs> get get a good conversation going with Jeffrey. And I tell you, he'll make it happen for you. Awesome. Awesome. Jeffrey, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you and I appreciate what you're doing. And please stay safe. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs>